Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BLEAVE. B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, folks, this is Jeremy Evans, your host of the Believe in Sports Law podcast via the Believe Podcast Network. As always, appreciate you being with us today. This is episode 39 of season three, and today is Monday, September 27th, 2021. We have a very, very special guest with us today, Peter Schoenthal. He is the chief executive officer at uh, Athliance, and uh, Peter, let me know if I pronounced that correctly. How are you doing, Jeremy? Uh, my name is Peter Schoenthal from Athliance, but you were definitely close enough. All right, cool. It's Ath isn't it? It's Ath Lions. Ath Lions, correct. Nice. All right. So, I, so I got it correct the second time. Um, so, Peter is based out of uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, he's a University of Miami Law School graduate, and he is an expert in the space of name, image, and likeness, particularly in the education aspect in terms of what a student athlete. Uh, should know before they sign an NIL deal. And of course, there's been a ton of these deals going across the country. So um, Peter, what's, I guess, let's sort of start with sort of what's your background in, in terms of how did you get into the sports space? How did you get into NIL? Maybe tell us a little bit about uh, how that all went about. Yeah, no problem. And uh, thanks for having me. So I've got a bit of a wacky um, and unorthodox background on how I became the CEO of a software company in college athletics. In high school, my dad wasn't around and football saved me. If not for my high school football coaches, I probably would not have gone to college. Uh, they kept me on the right path, made sure I was doing what I was supposed to do and really kept me in school. And I was lucky enough to get into Florida State University. While I was at Florida State University, going down a rough path again, and one day kind of had a panic attack, and I reached out to my high school football coach, and after getting yelled at for a year, um, he said, Peter, I'm sorry, after getting yelled at for about an hour, he said, Peter, I think you'd be a good lawyer, and that next day, I actually signed up for the LSAT, studied a bit, and got into the University of Miami Law School. While I was in law school my last year, uh, I was pretty sure I was going to go work at the public defender's office, which I did in Miami-Dade County, uh, but I didn't have an internship lined up that last year. 
So I got some more good advice from a mentor that said, go do something you love. It's your last year, not being an adult, not paying bills. Um, and so I walked across the street to an inner city park and I coached football. Football saved me. I wanted to help kids. I am the world's worst football coach. Uh, I had kids end up at Alabama, Florida State, Florida, Miami, LSU, you name it. Never won a championship. But when those kids went to high school and I was practicing law, um, I started to see that they were getting recruited. And so if you know anything about South Florida recruiting, you know that it's the dirtiest place in the world. There's street agents everywhere that push kids to certain schools. And it was just something I didn't want to be a part of or my kids to be a part of. So I used to tell them, if you do everything you're supposed to be on the, off of the field, right? Good grades, not getting in trouble. I'll do what I can to make sure your life on the field and your dreams on the field come true, which means I would take kids um, on visits to schools that we could drive to. Uh, Tallahassee, Gainesville, Miami, you name it. On those trips, compliance officers, which run college athletic programs, realized I was one of the good guys. They didn't have to worry about me. And I got close with a, a few of them. So fast forward a few years later, Florida announces their intention to enact name, image, and likeness legislation beginning July 1st of 2021. This was about March of 2020, or maybe February 2020. And a bunch of student athletes reached out to me and said, Coach Pete, can we make some money? And I said, no, not yet. But as a criminal defense attorney, my first thought was, wait a minute, who's going to protect these kids? Who's going to make sure they know how to file their taxes so I don't have to represent them in federal court on tax evasion charges? So I got with a, uh, my law partner who has a friend uh, who owns a very successful tech company. And we started brainstorming, how can we help uh, college athletes and protect them? You know, everyone's talking about marketing and branding, not worried about that. I was more worried about protection. So we called those same compliance officers that I had gotten close with, that I had uh, earned the trust of, and we brought them on a call. And we said, what are you all worried about? What are, what are your fears involving name, image, and likeness? And again, this is March 2020. And they all said the same thing. And this was our aha moment. Everyone's focusing on branding and marketing. We don't care about that. We want to know how we're going to know what our student athletes are doing and before it's too late, i.e., we need to know what deals they're entering into before they accept money so we can make sure they're not violating their eligibility so we can protect them. And so we said, well, let's build that. And that's essentially what we built. Uh, we added those compliance officers to the advisory board. Um, we added five pilot, uh, four pilot schools, excuse me, early on in the, in the game, February of 21, to help us build the product. University of Kansas, University of Arizona, Boston College, and Georgetown. And we let compliance expert experts tell us what they need. And that's how we built it. So our software is a disclosure software where if you are an athlete and you get an opportunity and we're working with your school, you can easily disclose the terms of the deal so your school can let you know whether or not it violates your eligibility. And we also educate student athletes on everything from tax literacy, how to file your taxes, what's the difference between state and federal tax, um, business formation literacy, the difference between an LLC, a C Corp, an S Corp, why you should file for one, the liability of not doing so. Um, financial literacy, right? You got to learn how to walk before you crawl, before you run from a savings standpoint. And then all other type of uh, education, like how to build your brand, um, engage your audience and things like that. So that's my story. That's what we do. And that's where we are right now. You know, I, I love that. And you've got a, some really good points in there that I want to circle back on. And I appreciate you sharing that. 
So um, obviously you've got this great background, right? And I've got a similar uh, type path in terms of working for the public defender and kind of going through that process. Hey, there we go. PD's at heart. Right. So that's right. And then, and then getting into sort of building my own business, um, which, which obviously you've done and you've been very successful at. So you talked about how you got your, your start in sports. You talked about what the company does um, and sort of tell me if I'm wrong here, but essentially it's a platform. It's a software platform. And then sort of how, how do athletes interact with it? Like what's like, how, how, how would somebody, you know, come onto your platform? Great question. So we license our software to universities. So our, our paying customer is actually the university. So if I'm working at a university, we get all of their student athletes information from the uh, administration and we preload them. And then the student athlete gets notified like, Hey, um, this is Athliance. We're working with your university. Please, you know, create a, you know, download the app and create a, your own password. And the schools also reach out to their athletes and let them know what's going on. And this is the policies and procedures going forward. And then you have to use Athliance. So let's say, um, Jeremy, you're at the University of Arizona, one of our schools, and you get an opportunity to go do a social media engagement um, party where you're going to go to a party, you're going to take some photos, you're going to post, and you're getting paid to do it. And you're, you know, the the party is for John's Pizza. And so you post a few pictures from the party, like, wow, John's Pizza, thank you so much. This is the best pizza I ever had. And you're getting $1,000 for doing that. What you would do before you accept the contract and before you accept a dollar, you'd go into Athliance and you disclose the terms of the deal. First, who you're working with, how much, what service, if you have to go somewhere, when you're going and where you're going to make sure that you're not missing classes, games, and practice. Um, you know, Making sure that if you're using a trademark logo for the university that you've asked permission beforehand, make sure that you're actually using your name, image, and likeness and not getting paid for play. We basically gather all of the terms that are necessary for compliance to do their job to make an eligibility determination. And once you've disclosed that and the school reviews it and they give you the thumbs up, you're good to go. And if they tell you no, they'll tell you why. And maybe there's ways you can rectify it and then go make your money. Um, the, the, the thing that we tell student athletes and universities alike is make the university the bad guy. And what I mean by that is if you're a student athlete and you disclose all of your opportunities to the university and they tell you you're good to go. And then down the road, the NCAA does an investigation and says, wait a minute, this is not kosher. The student athletes actually in the clear, right? They, they disclosed, they got an eligibility determination. They moved on. So we are in the protection game. The best way to protect yourself as a student athlete is to disclose your opportunities. Student athletes have been fighting for this right name, image, and likeness for 115 years. So it's our job as a software to allow them to continue um, making money and using their name, image, and likeness since they fought for it for so long. And then also, if you're unsure what to do um, or you need the life skills to help you really maximize your name, image, and likeness, we provide that education within the, in the application. Now, what's weird about name, image, and likeness is right now we have very vague rules from the NCAA to start. So every state has their own legislation for the most part. Some of those states like Florida, Tennessee, and Texas actually have five-hour yearly requirements for education on name, image, and likeness surrounding certain aspects of financial literacy. 
So we also provide that to the student athletes and the universities to make sure that not only are they compliant from a disclosure and opportunity standpoint, but they're also adhering to the legislation from an education standpoint. So we really cover everything. No, I love that. So would you say, would you say, Pete, then that, like, how would you distinguish yourself between, let's say, Open Doors and yeah. like Altius Sports Partners? Well, Altius, uh, we speak with Altius. Altius is a pure consulting uh, company okay. that helps schools decide what they should and shouldn't do with name, image, and likeness, and they're very good on education. Open Doors and Influencer are competitors, but they're not, but they are. Like at Arizona and Boston College, I believe we're working with Open Doors. At Marshall, we're working with Influencer. And Open Doors and Influencer, in my eyes, and I'll never say a negative thing about another company, I think we're all still figuring this space out. We won't know what name, image, and likeness is for about 24 to 36 months and what the perfect product is. But they are, I believe, marketing companies and brand companies that have tried to get into the disclosure space and education space because they see a need for it, um, where we are solely focused on disclosure and education. And I'm a big believer that if you're a jack of all, you're a master of none, and you can't afford to do that with kids' eligibility. Um, we don't have our own marketplace. We don't bring deals to kids. Um, we are solely there to make sure that deals are compliant and kids are educated as it pertains to all things NIL. So. We're similar in certain aspects and we're different in similar aspects, uh, but you specifically brought up Open Doors. I think they're a fine company. Uh, Blake Lawrence uh, does a fine job over there. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. I think um, uh, Casey Schwab's a, a good friend of mine. and We've actually had him on the podcast before. Very nice. Uh, they, they do a great job too. And, and, and they do a great job with education and we're close with a lot of members on their board like Oliver Luck. So I think they do a fantastic job. No, that, that's really good. And then, of course, I love your brand because it's like, you know, Athliance, it's like, okay, you have athlete at the part and then the sort of second piece is like compliance, right? Yep. yep. And I love that. And and frankly, it's, in, it's really important, maybe one of the most important aspects because compliance is the huge part of this that maybe a lot of people aren't talking about. And it, yeah, it, that, and I don't mean to cut you off. That's a great point. I think right now the space is all roses. Like, wow, name, image, and likeness is the greatest thing in the world, which it is. But we all know that scandals are coming. We all know that there's some shady things going on. And so although right now there hasn't been any of those stories released, um, they're sure to come. And just because you know, right now you may not have to worry about those things doesn't mean you won't have to. And that's why we can't let our foot off the gas as it pertains to protecting kids because nobody wants to be the first one that gets in trouble. Nobody wants to get in trouble in general. And so there's a happy medium where this is the greatest thing in the world. So long as we're all doing it the right way and we're all educated on what those proper rules and procedures are. Right. No, good point. Good point. And, um, I just think it's really important the work that you're doing, Pete, you know, Thank you. Um, and, and I think that compliance, that's one of the things that I sort of had talked about from the beginning. I said, Hey, you know, colleges are going to, that's going to be like the big boon for them is that they're going to have to hire more people uh, to do the compliance work. And uh, not if you hire athletes. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. And then why not, why not do it through a platform that helps you kind of, because frankly, the student athletes are going to be working through platforms anyway, yeah. working through their phones. So why not? You know, this reminds me um, 
of the deal that it's separate, but it reminds me of it, is the deal that Open Doors and Twitter signed together, where somebody signs up through Open Doors and uh, they have Twitter as their distribution platform. And then Twitter has deals with Nike or whoever else on the other end. But the difference is, is that's a purely market approach, meaning there's no compliance there. It's just, this is how you get money. This is how you get paid. Yeah. Yours is, this is how you, you know, basically keep compliant. And this is how, uh, so I think it's terrific from the, from the school standpoint. So good on you for creating it. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. We, we don't bring opportunities to, to student athletes. We're, we're, holistic when it comes to that one thing we are looking at doing and we've we've formed some cool partnerships and may have some really 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 cool ones coming down the pipeline is integrations so there's a lot of cool like third-party marketplaces out there like icon source dream field um where student athletes can actually uh, market price p-r-y-c-e where student athletes can actually go on to these platforms and connect with brands and get opportunities right it's like a marketplace well I mentioned Arizona and Kansas as being some of our schools. So let's say I'm a Kansas athlete and I get an opportunity on that platform. If you want to do the deal, all you have to do is hit a a submit button and it will transfer the information from those platforms over to Affluence. So your compliance can review it to make sure that there's another set of eyes on it um, and that you're not breaking your eligibility uh, requirements. So we don't bring opportunities, but it is our job to find a way to make it as easy as possible for student athletes to disclose their opportunities. And if they're gonna be on these other marketplace platforms that will connect you with brands, um, why not just make it a, a one button transfer? So, you know, we're not doing any exclusive deals. Um, if that's, you know, if you're a third party marketplace out there that's connecting student athletes with opportunities, um, you just gotta reach out to us and uh, we can make it easier for those student athletes to disclose their opportunities. No, I really like that. Um, and I, again, I just really appro- applaud you, Peter, for doing it and, and for getting it together um, and making, making it this easier for student athletes who, uh, frankly, have a thousand other things on their plates in terms of trying to figure out schooling, trying to figure out branding deals and all that sort of stuff. Um, let me ask so a few more questions for you. So, Pete, what do you sort of see as the future of like entertainment, media, sports and tech and business? I mean, do you think that your model is sort of like just the start of things or do you think we're going to see more companies like this pop up? What do you kind of see like as like the, the sports betting space? Like kind of give me if you could look into the future, how would you kind of see things in the uh, sort of sports space playing out? For the first time in my life and I'm 35, about to be 35. I actually don't know the answer to that. And I think that's a good thing. I think between NIL, sports gambling, um, the digitization of, of everything we do, fantasy sports, um, the NCAA shakeup, Alston, I think we're in for a big change as it pertains to sports across the board. And, and I think that's a good thing. What I can tell you is, is I, I think major college football and college basketball, if I'm going to be specific, are going to go through tremendous changes. And what I mean by that is they're going to look a lot more like pro sports. And hear me out. In pro sports, we have the draft. Well, college sports have always had the draft. That's recruiting. But now we have free agency in college sports, and NIL is going to play a big, uh, a big part in that. Now you have free agency in college sports, which is I have to sign my own free agents 
meaning I have to keep kids out of the transfer portal. And then as kids leave or I need to supplement my roster, I need to go into free agency and sign kids, AKA go into the transfer portal. And I think using name, image, and likeness is going to be a, a, a good way to recruit athletes and to keep your athletes home. So where I foresee things changing is I think you're going to see in major football and basketball teams start to hire what's the equivalent of a general manager. Cause you're going to need to do roster management. You're going to need to scout high school kids. You're going to need to scout your own players and you're going to need to scout potential free agents at other schools. And you're going to need help managing the roster. The only difference is the dichotomy in pro sports is usually, usually the GM has more power than the coach. Where in college sports, I think you're going to see the, the, the coach have more power than the GM. But I think that's a big change. But I think, you know, gambling's obviously changing the way we're looking at things as it becomes more and more illegal. But with name, image, and likeness and a lack thereof as it pertains to rules and boosters wanting to get involved, I think it could get a little chaotic um, as it pertains to reaching college athletes um, for potential points, uh, point shaving scandals and, and the likes of. So I think we're in for a very fun time, an amazing time, so long as everyone is paying attention and we're following the rules that need to be followed to make sure that this is a fun and exciting time. Because if we start getting a bunch of scandals and a bunch of people doing the wrong things, it's going to go from, wow, this has great potential to what are we doing here? Right, right. No, and I agree. I mean, I think that uh, this idea that we don't really know where things are kind of going to go with this, um, but I do appreciate your approach towards compliance and helping schools monitor this, and which in turn helps the students. Um, we got we got into it for, to help students. I, I'll never listen. One thing that 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 we've talked about as a company is we will never take a dollar from a student athlete. Um, you know, and I got into this because I wanted to help kids and protect kids. I got in this for the right reason. I, I was perfectly fine running my law firm and doing quite well and, uh, and, you know, making my living that way. I love what I do currently. And a big part of that is because every night I get to go to sleep knowing I'm doing the right thing um, and helping people. And I get to do that in law, but I get to do that a little more in name, image, and likeness, uh, compliance and education. And uh, I, I don't feel like I'm working anymore. I, I, I truly love what I do. Oh, that's awesome. Well, let me sort of um, let me uh, sort of end with this. What's sort of your maybe if you could offer some words of advice for entrepreneurs and people trying to break into sports? Um, maybe let's sort of let's end with that. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with sports connections and networking. That's the biggest thing, it, 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 right? You got to know people, but do it for the right reason, and this is what applies to everything. Sure. I always wanted to work in sports. I actually never went after it. I would not be doing what I'm doing today if I didn't just go coach youth football in the inner city because I wanted to give back. My whole journey started with, I just want to give back and do something great for those because someone did something great for me in a similar situation. So as it pertains to sport, you may have this end goal of what you want to do, whether it's working in, you know, um, front office or being an agent or being doing marketing, that's fine. You can have an end goal in mind. But don't just go into things because you're looking for money and don't just go chasing money. I have a phrase. If you chase money, all you'll do is chase. It'll never stop. Look for ways where you can add value and do the right thing and really make a difference. And then good things will happen to you. 
And you can do that in the space you want to work in, which is sports. So I see a lot of people that, you know, just want to be an agent. So they reach out to agents. I see a lot of people that want to be a GM so that, you know, they start getting into scouting and that's fine, but there's much more creative ways to do things and doing it from a standpoint of, I want to help and I want to make things better. I think if you take that approach, you'll be much more successful. Not sure if that really answered the question, but that's kind of my takeaway. No, and I love that. I mean, it's it's about value, right? It's like you go into a situation, you got to have values, got to have standards. And I think to your point, your company reflects that, right? Because you're saying we want to have an opportunity to not have to uh, have athletes pay us. We want to be able to help them be compliant and to go through the process. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want. I don't mean to cut you off, but but you you kind of hit on another point, which is also listen. Right. Like when we started this, my entire reasoning for it was, how are kids going to file taxes? Well, we don't, we don't help them file taxes. We let them know what information they need to file taxes, but we don't file taxes for them. Because when we spoke with schools and compliance officers, we realized there was a bigger need. And then we also understood our liability because our paying customers to university. So you might have this idea like, I want to be an agent. I want to be a general manager. I want to be a coach. And you might have this idea on how you want to get it done. Others might come into your life that offer advice on how to get it done from a different way. Listen to them because you don't know what you don't know. Um, and usually the world if, will reward you if you're working hard in ways that you don't always understand. You have to be listening and paying attention. So listen and pay attention. Right. No, I agree, Pete. Well, I really do appreciate you being on the show. Um so everybody, um, this has been Peter Schoenthal or Pete Schoenthal, uh, and uh, he runs a terrific company called Athliance, uh, which is all about, uh, it's a software program that um, some of the big universities uh, around the country are using uh, to essentially become compliant with regard to name, image, and likeness deals for their student athletes. And it's a great program that athletes can use to uh, become compliant. So thank you again, Pete, and uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you again soon. Thanks, buddy. All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. In. That was Pete Schoenthal, the CEO of Athliance, a uh, great new program. Look forward to being back with you next week. And this show has been brought to you by Bet Online. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube